everyone, this is Teresa from Santosha Yoga Mindful Moments, and today we're here with Oliver Bajnikovsky, and we're just going to talk with Oliver today. He's going to share with us a little bit about his journey, uh, how yoga has helped, how meditation has helped him through this journey. He's a student at Santosha Yoga, and he just, just last week started teacher training, and we just, I just think that what the story that he has to share would be beneficial to a whole lot of people. So welcome, Oliver. Thank you. So, hi, Oliver. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Um, so, we would like you to tell us, how did you find yoga? Uh, well, in uh, 2016, I was given a prescription by my cardiologist um, to do yoga and meditation. Um, I suffered some uh, issues with my health in the past and uh, I needed something different than modern medicine to help me uh, heal and get better. Okay. Um, it, do you care to just say any specifics about what kind of conditions he was trying to help you treat at that sure. time? Sure. So in 2012, uh, at 40 years old, I suffered a heart attack, uh, the Widowmaker, and I had four blocked arteries. I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. I was diagnosed with high blood pressure. Um, as a result of that, I suffered neuropathy and di uh, diabetic retinopathy in my eyes. Wow. Yikes. You were a hot mess. I, I'm still a hot <laughs> no, mess. No, you're not. I'm, I'm a warm mess now. You're a warm, just a warm, a warm mess. mess you're, you're, you're temporary. Maybe a little puddle. <laughs> yeah. just, just to give your doctor a little bit of a plug, because we know him and we love him, who's your cardiologist? Uh, Dr. Joel Kahn. Okay. Yeah, Kahn Center for Cardiac Longevity. Yeah. yeah. And just an FYI, he's a yogi mm -hmm. and he's a vegan. Yeah. So it's not that he's telling his patients to do what he's not doing. He's walking the walk and talking the talk. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So you tried the medication route and maybe some changing some life habits, but that didn't work for you. No, the medicine was actually making me sick. Mm. And I, I guess a lot of people like to rely on medicine and not really working on the root cause. Right. That's to me was just a Band-Aid and I just wasn't mm. feeling well. Mm -hmm. um, it really wasn't helping me. And I got to the point where I had an aha moment and I had to change something in my life. Um, after I had my heart attack, I tried a lots of things to try to get better. And three years into it, I, my health was actually worse than it had ever been. I had gained a ton of weight. Um, I didn't feel good. I couldn't sleep. I mean, I couldn't even bend over to tie my shoes. That's how bad it got. Wow. Yes. Why do you think? Why do you think you gained the weight? Just from stress or stress eating, or uh, a lot of it had to do with stress. So okay. stress um, dictates what you eat and how you eat. Correct. Yeah. And uh, it obviously the stress of not being able to get healthy again was was really weighing on me. Mm -hmm. And that just it was just a downward spiral. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, stress is is a huge huge issue. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to your health. So your doctor gives you a prescription to go to yoga and learn some meditation. How long after that prescription did it take you to find Santosha? Uh, it took not even a week or two. Okay, I didn't know if you like, <laughs> drug your feet on it. Well, I mean, so at that point in my life, 
Um, I had a do whatever it takes attitude. Oh, good. Um, if you would have told me to do that a year earlier, mm-hmm. I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> so just a whole different shift in thinking is what allowed you to step into a yoga studio. Had Absolutely. You, have you ever pra- had you ever practiced yoga before? Or anything? I had practiced it in my house once or twice. I ordered <laughs> some DVDs. You know, I watched an infomercial. I ordered it. I tried it. I absolutely did not like it. There was something that just, it didn't speak to me. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, I didn't know what that, wh- why that was. But the minute I stepped into a studio, mm-hmm. then I, I found out what, what it was. Yeah. And it was just, just the energy inside of a studio and practicing with other people um, made it much easier. Yeah. And being guided. Yes, yeah. being guided. And it wasn't the same old mm-hmm. routine every single day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and do you think that um, coming to the studio was like going to, you know how when, like going to like another doctor's appointment, I mean, it was a, did you make it like a priority at first to something you were going to do? regularly like getting a checkup or you know doing all those types of things yeah so <laughs> the problem was I didn't do checkups before okay you're right I was afraid to do it so when I came here mm-hmm. I made it a point to it, it was a priority okay it was an absolute priority because I had done everything else you know before I stepped into the yoga studio I was in the gym five days a week wow okay. right because and it was probably for three months that was my when I had the aha moment three months straight in the gym five days a week really focusing and then I just it, it wasn't doing it enough for me mm-hmm. right so can we um, fast forward sure. to where you are now yes with your practice so how many how many years has it been and what's your health like now uh, so it's been about I think three years um, since I started practicing um, not long after that, I started to do meditation um, as part of my, my daily self-care routine. Uh, when I walked in here, as far as my weight, I must have been 235, 240 pounds, uh, which is still 40 or 50 pounds lighter than what I was before. But when I started practicing yoga, um, well, now three years later, I've lost another, say, 50 pounds, so close to 100 pounds now total, um, along with other things. Yoga's helped me um, reverse my diabetes, reduce my stress levels. I've been taking off almost all of my meds, except for a few to protect the, you know, the kidneys. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as blood pressure medicine, I'm down to just one pill now. And like I said, that's just for maintenance to help protect stuff that um, needs to be protected right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not only that, uh, my demeanor, my just the way I talk to people, the way I act is so much more different. Uh, it's recognizable. My children have noticed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people have noticed it. They just say I'm a different person. It, not to be, I mean, I don't say this in a bad way, but we notice it. We, I mean, you, you, your world was so heavy on your shoulders and heavy on your heart. And now it's like, oh my gosh, we've got this, this new and improved Oliver. I mean, <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And it's constant. I'm constantly evolving. 
constantly evolving. As we are. Works in progress. We're a work in progress. Work in progress. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about, or you also changed the way you ate. That was big. That was a big part of it. Yes. So I was typical guy, fast food all the time, pizza, nachos, you name it, carnivore, meat and cheese. That those were the two main food groups for me, <laughs> and that's part of what got me in trouble. And that's kind of what you know stress led me to that. Uh, I switched to a whole foods, plant based diet in 2016. I tried or 2015. I tried multiple times and I failed until I finally figured out the formula and found the foods that I liked and I haven't looked back since. So that's been a huge part of of my journey as well. Would you like to share a little bit about your relationship with chickpea and bean? Uh, Yeah, so I, uh, Mark and Kim are good friends of mine now. I saw Mark's story on Fox 2 News in early 2015. And he talked about uh, reversing diabetes mm-hmm. on a plant-based diet. And because I was struggling with my diabetes, at one point, just a few months earlier, my A1C levels were at 11.9. And that was with oral medicine and insulin. Wow. wow. And that has caused, you know, caused damage to my body. So I see this story on TV, and I'm like, there's no way. And... So I watched it. I was inspired. I was motivated. The next day, I went plant-based, not knowing a darn thing about going plant-based. And I failed miserably. Absolutely. Um, I started attending some of his uh, other meetings. Uh, I learned more about being plant-based. And, um, yeah, we've developed a good friendship. And and, uh, we continue to spread the word about plant-based nutrition and how it can reverse and heal chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. So how did you, for our listeners, tell tell them how, what failing miserably looks like and how to um, maybe get on the right path? Yeah, so failing miserably, miserably, I didn't plan my meals. Okay. Right? That's the biggest thing, right? You go in and I think with any type of lifestyle change, you go in full force and you can do it for two weeks and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm sick and tired of these foods or I just can't do this. And so that's what happened to me. But I wasn't prepared. I thought it was just eating oatmeal and salads. Just go buy a head of lettuce and right? you, you got that's it. A, today that's what everybody thinks. When, when, they, when they say, oh, you're plant-based, mm-hmm. they think I just eat a bowl of spinach. Mm-hmm. Kale. Kale. Kale, right? They think oh, that's kale. Better, yeah. And that's, that's not the case, but that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I did it for like... I'd say a week or two, and it was that was it. I, I gave up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, yeah, if you don't plan your meals, if you don't think about what you're going to eat for a week or so, you, you don't, first of all, you don't know how to grocery shop. You know, I mean, and you can't just eat spinach and oatmeal every day. Right. I mean, it's going to get really old really fast. <laughs> and it's very unhealthy. A lot of people think, you know, right off they start doing a plant based diet um, or lifestyle change that, you know, it's easy. And a lot of people will make themselves very sick. Because they don't eat enough of everything. It's not balanced. Yeah, it's not balanced at all. Yeah, yeah they just and so that was my problem. Salads and protein smoothies, I'll be great. Yeah, so I wasn't. I, my meals weren't balanced, mm-hmm. right? I was just like focusing on veggies, veggies, and yeah. that's not really what it's all about. No. Mm-hmm. And so I failed, and uh, I wasn't discouraged though because the science was was there. 
And so I started watching documentaries like Forks Over Knives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I started to understand how things worked and how this lifestyle change would benefit me. Uh, so then I tried again and again I failed. I, I lasted a little bit longer, but it, it came down to the planning and trying to take on too much at one time. And so my advice to anybody out there trying to make any change in their life is just take small baby steps. Mm -hmm. So what I did was like, okay, so this time I'm going to try, just going to make meals whenever I can and test out what foods I really like, what dishes I really like. And then after a while, I built up an arsenal of recipes mm -hmm. uh, along with the help of my family. It wasn't just me. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was August 31st of 2015. I switched 100% plant-based and um, I haven't looked back and I don't regret it. And uh, the food is fantastic. I'm full. I feel great. Don't worry about my protein. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, I feel fa I've never felt better in my life. Oh, well, honestly. Congratulations. I just, we're, we're so happy for yeah, you. We're so are. happy. Yeah. What are some of your favorite dishes? Vegetarian go-tos. My favorite is uh, my my vegetarian or my vegan or plant-based chili. Okay. By I, far. I can attest is that, that the it is one delicious. From uh, no, there's a different. There's is good too because okay. that's that's the one with one of the, the ones I started. The easy with. one. Yeah. It's an easy one, but yeah. I have a, a recipe that I've put together from several chili recipes, and that is that is my go-to. There is no doubt. So what's when's the cookbook coming? Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> Your chili is um, very good. He's he's actually I've had it. It's delicious. Potluck time. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I I mean I love potatoes, mashed potatoes. <laughs> um, I I don't go too crazy. You know, curry dishes. It's it's amazing uh, all the foods that are available to us. And uh, yeah, but my chili, that that's my go-to. Oliver, because I hear a lot of people complain. What do you do when you go out to eat? What do you do when you go to a restaurant or a function or a party? How do you handle that? Uh, there's a couple of ways. Uh, I'm not shy. If I go to a restaurant and I'm not prepared, I have no problem asking the server or even the chef to prepare something for me, uh, even if it's just steamed veggies and, and, a, and a baked potato. But a lot of times they are very accommodating. Lately, they, yeah. Yeah. And more user-friendly. If I go to a Mexican restaurant, they will steam my veggies and give me fajitas that way instead of cooking it in oil or frying anything. Um, sometimes I will eat ahead of time, Right. you know, walking in if I'm going out with friends. Uh, and they always ask me, hey, where can we go? So, you know, you can go out and eat. And I'm like, don't worry about me. Mm -hmm. I will eat ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then I can go in and have the salad <laughs> <laughs> that they think I eat anyway. Um, so th those are a couple of things that, that I like to do. Or even if I'm going to like a wedding, I will bring my food and I will ask them to plate it for me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I've never thought about doing Yeah, that. absolutely. Because so, your health is more important than what other people think of what you're doing. Absolutely. At yeah. the end of the day, if I'm getting sick, there's only one person who's going to take care of me. Right. And that's going to be me. And so I can't worry about what somebody may think. Right. Excellent. Um, about what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. So, Oliver... Um, a year or so into your yoga journey here, you came up against some personal tragedy, might be too strong of a word, but some really strong personal problems in your life. 
Yes. Can you talk about how yoga helped you through that? Uh, so yoga prepared me to handle the situation better. I came in at a different level. So before yoga, I would walk into a situation and um, maybe I was walking at an 11 as far as anxiety and, and the pressure and I would easily go off and snap. Where uh, going in to these challenges, challenges that's the I was right going word. in at, a, at a, a different level. I was much calmer. That doesn't mean that I didn't feel frustrated sure. or angry or sad, mm -hmm. but going in, I felt like I was prepared and ready for the battle, mm -hmm. where I think a year or two before that, I, I don't think that would have been the case at all. So uh, that doesn't mean that I, I didn't have anxiety. That doesn't mean that I didn't have depression. It, it, that doesn't mean that I didn't eat foods that I wasn't supposed to eat. But in the past, I would have gone to to levels beyond that. I would have eaten a lot more stuff. I would have been depressed longer or have anxiety for longer periods of time. Uh, it just helped me prepare. Just the simple breathing, mm -hmm. right? Just simple breathing techniques help me get through. And I, like I said, I go into situations at a much calmer level, which is, uh, you know, I feel like it's, it's almost like, uh, an advantage or a benefit or even a superpower that's like I got a little secret <laughs> you have the tools right I have the tools right I have the tools we're gonna make you a cape <laughs> a vegan cake oh, yeah. a cape a cape oh a cape I thought a you said a cake yeah. I'm like a super cake. Well, I mean cake. a cake and a cape would be great <laughs> a vegan cake yeah we can yeah, absolutely and so do you think um, I know coupled with your yoga you are you do meditate as well um, do you do you think that had its advantages Oh, with absolutely. Your challenges that you absolutely. Were There's no doubt because there was a point in time where I had some physical issues mm -hmm. where I could not come into the studio and practice. I just physically I could not even walk mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so being able to meditate and just breathe uh, absolutely kept me on the right path. There's no doubt. I mean, I missed the physical practice, um, but it's more than just bending and stretching and, and, and doing poses. Mm -hmm. It really is just about taking a deep breath and then dealing with life as it comes to you. It's interesting that you just said that because yesterday we just recorded a podcast of yoga off the mat. And so what you just described is a perfect example of what yoga off the mat is. If you can't show up, you can still breathe. You can still find your peace. You can center yourself. You yeah, know, like you said, it it helped you with you know challenges that you had gone through. Oh, absolutely, and the other I think the other benefit is that uh, it, when you're the calm, then the people around you feed off of that. Mm -hmm. You know, behavior breeds behavior, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so um, I find that in in, in a lot of situations mm -hmm. where even at work or around the family and stuff like that, uh, it prepares you. Right, you're you're the calm force in I'm, the middle I, of the hurricane. I, I try to be. I try to be the calm. That doesn't mean I am oh, well, the calm always. Well, Sometimes I need somebody else to be the calm. Mm -hmm. But I always tell people, I'm like, you know, when you walk into a situation, try to be the calm, and not not uh, be a part of the circus. Yeah, and the, and it helps. The meditation part helps. Mm -hmm. I I practice um, transcendental meditation. I meditate twice a day, mm -hmm. twenty minutes in the morning, twenty minutes in the evening. And uh, it's one of the easiest things I, I, you know, I do during the day. 
and I look forward to it, mm-hmm. and it helps me be me. And before that, had you did you ever consider meditation? Uh, before yoga, mm-hmm. uh, I no, because right for for somebody to do yoga, especially a guy, to do yoga and meditate. It was not cool. It was not. Uh, I don't think people would have <laughs> thought it was cool. They would have thought I was nuts. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Today it's a different story. I mean, once you when your attitude changes to whatever it takes to be healthy, mm-hmm. then it doesn't really matter. Right. I don't care what other people think at this point. Right. There's unfortunately, unfortunately, we are a, of a society that we want to take a pill to make everything better now. And as you you um, alluded to earlier, you said you know medication masks the problem. Medication doesn't get to the source of the problem. Whereas when you learn to heal your body. I mean, for some people, oh, it sounds so hokey. No, but what Oliver did, Oliver healed his body. Mm-hmm. He healed himself. What would you tell people that are listening out there that are on all these medications and think, oh my gosh, that sounds like a whole lot of work. It's easier for me to just pop these 15 pills a day. What would you tell them for the motivation or, or how would you help them to get over that hump to say, yeah, you know what? It is hard work, but in the long run, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, there's nothing easy about it. But the the benefits of doing, uh, going at it from a holistic approach, and you know, changing your lifestyle, how you eat, what you eat, um, how you learn to relax, how you eliminate stress. Uh, the benefits of that are way greater than the benefits of taking these meds that are just masking the problems. You just take it in small steps. Everything. Come into a studio, just take one class and start from there and see what it does to your body. And I mean, I didn't think I could do it either. I mean, I honestly, when I walked in um, to the studio or to my doctor and they're like, you have to do these things, but you will be better. You know, you kind of like your brain automatically clicks on and says, no, 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 no. I can't do this. This is change. I don't want change. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's effort. It is. It's it, not popping a pill. It's effort, and it's planning, and it's responsibility. It, it is responsibility, absolutely. But in the long run, um, I, I can't tell you how much better I feel. All right, and and it's hard to bottle that. It's hard to describe that. Uh, but when you felt horrible and you feel great, you, you, I mean. You don't know you feel horrible on those meds. You just don't know mm-hmm. until you start doing things uh, to move the needle in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's just unbelievable. I just, I can't even imagine having to go on on, on meds again. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I can avoid it, I will do whatever it takes to avoid it. I want, I want to just really go quickly ahead. Ahead. pop in here and say to anybody listening, don't just go off your meds and oh. come to a yoga class. That you were very much under um, the Joel. care of a doctor. Absolutely. And so, that it was well, a slower process to come off abs- the medication. Absolutely. So one of my biggest problems uh, was that I never went to go see a doctor. Just like a typical male, I wouldn't go in until I was sick. And even then, it was like, oh, you know, I can handle this. Right. So I obviously was given 10 to, 10 to 12 meds mm-hmm. when, when I was in the hospital. And then when I went to a plant-based diet, I absolutely, first thing I did, I need to know what my baseline was, mm-hmm. right? I need to know what, you know, my sugar levels were, blood pressure, you name it. And then as I started on the 
a change in the lifestyle, I would go and get my blood mm-hmm. tested and I would go get my blood pressure tested constantly. Mm-hmm. So I could see if there was if it what it was doing to my body. Because mm-hmm. you honestly mm-hmm. don't know. Most people don't know mm-hmm. how their body reacts to you know, plant based, paleo, keto, you name it, you just don't know. So Absolutely, you have to work with your physician. And you still do. I mean, you still go to regular checkups now. All the time. You, you, okay. All and the time. Penny, thank you for bringing that up. Right yeah, I know. That is a big part of it. Yep. There's no doubt. I talk to my doctor all the time. I talk to Dr. Khan all the time. I'm always in contact because it's it's very important. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, most of us have what we what I call brochure deep knowledge, right? <laughs> I like that. Great. Right? That's right. what we have. Yeah. We open up a piece of paper, we read something on a blog, mm-hmm. and that's, we're experts. We're 120 characters or less. Right. <laughs> right. It's a tweet. Oh, this has got to be true. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to believe that, but these guys are experts for a yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. You just have to find the person that's right for you, that wants you to get better and not just mask the problem. Right. And I think that's just important to point out is that we are yoga teachers. We're not doctors. Not so at all. Wherever you're going, if you're going to a studio, I, I, a lot of people purport yoga to be the cure-all, and it's not necessarily the cure-all. No. Um, still see your doctor. This was a complete lifestyle change, right. not just in your movement and your relaxation. Yeah, it's more than just one thing. It, it takes a lot of things to to become healthy yeah. and, and to stay took, healthy. You know, it took you a couple of years to get, you know, I mean, you, you it was a slow process. Find you. your rhythm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of people, I mean, some people can do it in three months. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm, this is year four mm-hmm. on this. Or five, I don't know. Yeah, year four. <laughs> in, in we started, as I, I think I said earlier, Oliver started teacher training at Santosha, and I went around the room with the group um, the first time we met, and I asked each student to say in one word the mood that they felt. Do you remember what mood, what words you said for what you felt? Mine was determined. Exactly. And you said that, and my heart just swelled. So that, and that's what's gotten you to where you are today is your determination. And you should be very proud of yourself. I, I am. I am. And I think, I think yeah, you have to be de- determined. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, you know, why I wanted to... Um, do yoga teacher training. That's why I'm doing my health coach certification. That's why I'm doing my life coach certification. Um, There's benefits to all of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think people need to understand that there are alternatives to what they're doing today. We, yes, we shouldn't, again, doctors are here for a reason. Oh my goodness, you know, thank goodness for the doctors and their expertise and their knowledge. But we as patients, we need to be a little bit proactive and ask questions. We don't. We shouldn't just blindly take this medication. And but but is there an alternative? Is there something I can do other than taking these fifteen meds? Is there something I can do to help not take these fifteen meds? So I think we as people need to be. We need to ask questions, mm-hmm. and we need to build that relationship with our doctor to be comfortable enough to say, Hey, you know, you got to help me get off these meds. What can I do? Right. Right. Trust but verify is yes. what I say, right? I trust my doctors, mm-hmm. but I also I also look into um, alternative, you know, solutions, healthier. Right. Always, always, always. If modern medicine is the only thing I have to turn to, that's great, mm-hmm. no problem. But that's not the first thing I'm going to look for. Right. You have to be our own advocates right. when it comes to our health. Sure, we really, really have to step up and say, you know, I mean, you were like you said, you were sick on the meds, and you were 
You felt awful. Yeah, absolutely horrible. I yeah. mean, just just the uh, statins. Yeah. Were were doing a number to me, and yeah. and the insulin, and I it just didn't feel right. Yeah, and for you, and you know, for you to you know do the yoga teacher training and the the health coach and all that. For people to see your transition, and if you need testimonials, we, we can all attest mm-hmm. to your, the changes that you've had, um, will be amazing the things that you will be able to do to help people get, you know, maybe redirect themselves, I think is what I was trying to say. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to say suffered. I went through a lot, mm-hmm. and it was avoidable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was avoidable. And to be able to share that, and have people avoid the um, everything that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that that you know for me that that's why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to have to suffer for things that they don't have to suffer for. Right. Yesterday we recorded a podcast on um, yoga off the mat, as, as Cindy said, and the one thing that we were talking at the end is that the reason. The reason the three of us, speaking for the three of us, that we got into teaching is because we had to share what yoga has done to, for us to change our lives. And that's that mindset. It's you have to, when you go through an experience, when you have a backstory and you go through an experience, it's almost you have no other choice. It's your responsibility to share these tools that you have with other people. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And uh, so the. This is one of the reasons why I, I like practicing here is that it comes from a place of authenticity and there are stories and people have used this uh, this form, this setting to heal mm-hmm. and a lot of us, that's what we're looking for, right? We can go to the gym, we can lift weights, and but there's, there's something about, you know, going to a place where there's people who've been there, mm-hmm. right? Right. Who know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a, it's a big reason why uh, I enjoy coming here. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank we you. Ha- like having you. Yeah. Here. It's our it's it's our community, and I think, too, you know, with the yoga, you know, with people healing, having a community of people, you know, having other people that have you know gone through maybe not the same thing that you have, but you know, you get a lot of healing just being just walking through the doors here. I know we've all said that before that this is like a haven for a lot of people. Sure. And I think yoga community can do that. It can also help heal, you know, mentally you get, you know, around people that are like-minded and so you, you know, find that and, you know, you make friends. I mean, you know, things like that. It's really important. The community is part of your healthy, a healthy lifestyle too. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. We're surrounded by like-minded people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, if you're, like you said, if you're in a toxic environment, you become a toxic person. If you're in a like-minded environment, you... You know, like attracts like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So a couple of podcasts ago, we threw out a question of, um, why aren't there dudes? Why aren't there more dudes in our, <laughs> yoga, in our yoga studio? Do you have any insight on that? Uh, I do. I do. I think, uh, again, walking in, it's intimidating. Right? Well, one, it's intimidating because there are no other guys here. And so, but we do have guys here. But we do and have, but we do, we absolutely do have guys here. But as a guy walking into a yoga studio for the first <laughs> time, uh, you, that's not what you're expecting because what you see on TV, mm-hmm. what you see on infomercials, right. is not that. And so, yeah, I was I was intimidated walking in here, and, uh, and that may be part of it. The other thing is, oh, it's yoga. It's not 
I can't get a workout. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know, Correct. right? Yeah. You have to go to the go and just pump iron, and that's how you get a good workout. And I gotta tell you, that first week here, I walked out. Actually, the first day, and I'm like. <laughs> What just happened to me? Because I thought I was, because I, I, like I said, I had been going to the gym five days a week. I thought this is no problem. I should be, I played soccer all this time. I coached soccer. I thought in my mind that this should be nothing. And it worked body parts and muscles mm-hmm. and things that had never been used before. And so I had a, I had a, a new respect for it after day one. Wow. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, and then there's, just again not being around it's, it's different it's out of your comfort zone right. right this is not what we're used to right guys don't typically walk into the yoga studio it's not what we've been either programmed to do mm-hmm. or again it's a stereotype i gotta tell you you gotta throw that all out the window it's the one of the best things i'd ever done um pro athletes mm-hmm. do this yeah they may not they may not talk about it but the top athletes in the world do yoga mm-hmm. several times a week. Mm-hmm. So if it's good enough for, for them, it's certainly good enough for me. <laughs> it's good enough for It's good, enough, it's good enough for me, right? Wow. If Tom Brady can do it, I think I can do it too, right? Do you have any suggestions of how you could encourage more gentlemen to come to yoga? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a good one. No free beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no beer here. Yeah, no we, beer. Can't, we can't do that. Although I have ideas, but we can't talk, talk about those here. No, that's not happening here either. <laughs> I know where you're going, babe. Well, one, one of the things that uh, I've seen other studios do is they have like an all-male class. Do you think that there's an appeal to that? So I think there is an appeal to that. I think either a workshop or you know getting a group of buddies together and, and, and coming in and trying it uh, is Definitely beneficial. I know that there are organizations around the U.S. that promote it. I think they call it Broga. Broga. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a specific type specific of yoga. Specific type yeah. of yoga, it's but it's it's mm-hmm. nothing but guys getting together and and doing yoga, and they're trying to promote that. And I, it's amazing because it helps with a lot of things. Golf. Yeah. Well, golf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I Hockey. Mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, one of the goals for teacher training uh, that I want to get out of this is. Um, I used to coach kids in soccer, and we always teach the kids push, 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 hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that lack in in training these kids is how how to uh, they don't recover fast enough, Correct. right? They don't not just stretching; they just don't prepare properly. Mm-hmm. And so, to be able to teach people how to prepare their bodies physically and mentally. To handle the stresses of being an athlete mm-hmm. is one is a big thing for me, okay. and so um, it's just it's just 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 really important. And I think uh, you know, guys don't realize the benefits. Yeah, it's golf. It's even in the gym how much better you feel, how much more you can lift, or how much more you can run, or your stride gets longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you recover from marathons faster. You recover from golf outings faster. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing when you incorporate yoga into your into your day-to-day practice. Do you think it has anything to do, for some reason, Santosha Yoga does not have any male teachers. Do you think that's part of it, that because they're all, we're all female, that the guys don't come? And they would identify more with a guy? I, I, I think that may part, be part of it for some people, right? Okay. Some people like the that personal trainer approach, okay. and they like to... 
um, get pushed, right? They want to... So, I mean, but because it's coming from a male, even though I would be pushing the same intensity as a male because it's coming from a male, it's that... I think for some people, yes. Oh, that makes me sad. I, for, I think for some <laughs> again, you have to come in with an open mind. And yeah. I don't even... When I, when I walk in here, I don't think about, you know, who's teaching. Correct. Right? I don't, I don't care if it's cindy or if it's anyone else i don't that's not what i'm thinking is like as long as i'm walking out walking in with an with an open mind and walking out with a great experience that's all that matters to me if i feel good whether it's a, a male or female teaching the class I've, I've i've done with both and to me it doesn't really matter and so i think people just need to just not worry about that and mm-hmm. focus on what's going to happen to themselves and their bodies and their mind after after practicing Okay, Oliver, now's the time when we uh, ask you the would you rather question. All right, let's do it. So I'm going to ask, we're going to each ask you two. Okay. And just, you know, try not to think too much about it. Just let that first thing pop into your head, out of your mouth. Well, within reason. All right. <laughs> can you edit this later? Can you bleep me out? PG-13. All right, PG-13. Would you rather go to outer space or to the depths of the ocean? Depths of the ocean. Why? <laughs> Why? That's the, um, there's still mystery on this planet, and so I would love to see what's in areas that we haven't even started to discover or explore. Nice. Would you rather live where it's constantly winter or constantly summer? Mm. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's hard living in Michigan. We get all of it. Right in a day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, in a day. Um. I would say constantly summer, okay. and uh, I think the sunshine. I would need the sunshine, mm-hmm. and that gives me gives me strength. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Me too. All right, my turn. Like that's like Superman. <laughs> the sun. Would you rather spend the night in a luxury hotel room or camping surrounded by beautiful scenery? Uh. Neither. How's that? <laughs> I, I would like a little bit of both. I would like. I would love the camping, but okay. with some modern. With a high end RV. Yeah, the high end RV. How's that? I, yeah, yeah, this I, didn't say you have to sleep outside. It just says camping, so you could have like. I, guess, I would rather be surrounded by nature. Would you? Okay, cool. Um, all right, next one. Would you rather be invisible or have the ability to fly? Oh, I'd rather fly. There's no doubt about it. Because invisible, it's hard to. It's hard to do anything when you're invisible. I would rather just uh, be able to fly and go to wherever I needed to go. And Again, like Superman. With like the cape. Superman. we got to get you a cape Absolutely. now. I'd rather be Superman than the invisible man. Okay. Two more. Ready? Yeah. Would you rather have a re- rewind button or a pause button on your life? Ooh. That's the one I said I had to ask myself. <laughs> pause. I, I, I've gotten here because of the things that have happened in my life. And if I did a rewind, mm-hmm. then I would be a different person. So I'd rather be able to pause and reflect and learn from my <laughs> from what has happened to me mm-hmm. and then unpause and move forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. wise. <laughs> you are a true yogi. One day teacher training. I'll tell you. <laughs> see? You guys are good. All right. Last one. 
Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Or Superman. We'll throw that in. Oh, that's a... Batman, Spider-Man, or Superman? Batman, Spider-Man, or Superman? I I think I would probably fit the role of Spider-Man better. (laughs) Batman's a little too angry for me. (laughs) Well, Batman really had no powers. He didn't have any powers, but... A lot of cool toys, though. He did have a lot of cool toys. toys. Yeah. It would, it, I think it would be Spider-Man. As a child, he was my favorite superhero. Oh, there you go. Swinging with the webs and the Absolutely. singing everywhere. Absolutely. Peter Parker. So really, you're Peter Parker. By day. By day. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man by night. Nice. Yeah. Okay, good to know. We're good. Thanks, Oliver. Thanks, Thanks Oliver. Oliver. Thank you. If anyone out there who's listening to Oliver's story and they have a story where yoga and or meditation has changed their life in the way it's changed Oliver's, we would love for you to come on to the podcast. We would love for you to be interviewed because, again, it just, just planting that seed for someone else really, really makes a difference.